Welcome back. Episode 10. Of we made it to double digits. Double digits. It's so exciting. And we are celebrating with a very fun episode. This is, it's fun. It's exhausting. <laughs> Some of these yeah. I like, I read them and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Dating horror stories. We've done it before, and there's never a shortage, so we're bringing it back. We are back with <laughs> some. These are honestly like I was trying to describe dating horror stories to some of my friends because they were like, "I don't have any horror stories," and I was like, "You've never been on a bad date. You've never yeah, been on a date where like at the end totally of it you were like terrible, ugh, like." I I really I'm happy for all of you that like think you've never been on a bad date, but <laughs> if every date was a good one, you'd like the you'd first date you ever went on would be one, yeah. exactly exactly like we've this all is... like had cringeworthy moments like you know we've that's all been there and that's point. why they're so fun to share. You know I was literally just thinking that since we did this before, I hadn't been on any bad dates because I was talking to someone, but honestly even. <laughs> I had like a couple that were probably not great and could be thrown in here, but yeah, I guess you just don't realize it unless it's, you know, so bad that you're telling your friends, but otherwise (laughs) I bet if you look back, there are some, there are some that fall into this category. I have just realized that like, if you would rather be alone in your bed (laughs) than be hanging out with this other person, then you could consider it a bad date. I mean, this, I mean, the threshold is, wrong. like, all over. Like, whether it be awkward, it just doesn't fit. Like, good dates should only be, like, reserved for, like, actual good dates. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people are too nice and are like, oh, the date was good. No. The date probably was fine, which is what we said last time. I will always describe dates as fine because right. they probably weren't awesome. And they maybe weren't, like, totally terrible or, you know, nothing tragic happened, but fine is not good. Let's be clear. <laughs> right, exactly. Up your standards, people. Yeah. Well, but speaking we... of some of those tragedies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a couple. We do. Where to even begin? Should I just dive into our first one? I think you should. This one's a little, one of the lengthier ones. Yes. And I actually, so this was from a guy and a few of the ones that were sent in were from guys, which I thought was super fun because I feel like people assume girls are the ones that would share these or the date was bad because like the guy was a douche or something, but guys have bad dates too. And we have quite a few. We know some girls that are nuts. I'm sure honestly that some guys I've been out with would consider some of the dates bad because of me like not that I do anything particular but I'm sure that I've said stupid stuff or been annoying it sounds like you're digging yourself in a hole here Jess I know (laughs) I think that any guy that listens to this podcast at this point will never want to date me because every time we start talking (laughs) about stuff like this I just sound awful (laughs) I know that there was definitely one day I went on my freshman year of college that I was probably like it wasn't bad but it was I felt like it was so awkward and it was a date that I didn't want to go on because I knew the guy and he was my friend and I wanted him to stay my friend oh, and no. my friend 
forced me to go. They're like, you can't say no to him. You can't say no to him. So I went and he is like the sweetest thing in the world. Like still friends now. But like, I know that I probably was like the entire time finding ways to make it awkward and to like. Wait, so that he knew it was a friend thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to circle back to the friend zone conversation at a different time because I recently had to give a friend advice because Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm really good at having guys that are friends and making it very clear that we're friends. Although I'm sure maybe I don't make it as clear as I think I do, but I at least don't get put in super awkward situations. It's like this whole thing. You, <laughs> oh, There's an art to it. <laughs> I know that I'm the one that making makes situations awkward because I like more than 95% of the time, like I don't want to be hit on. I don't want to be talked mm-hmm. to. And like, like I've been in a relationship for close to a year and a half. Like, so, I mean, obviously, but I was at an event this summer with my one of my, literally my best friend in the whole wide world and she left to go get us drinks. And so I'm standing there and this guy comes up to me and starts hitting on me, whatever. And I am like, not giving him the time of day, like not talking to him whatsoever. So she comes over and I'm expecting her to be like, all right, let's go this way, blah, blah. No, she stands there and talks to the guy. And I'm like, I don't want to be around him. Like I don't like, no. And so he finally leaves and she just goes, you know, you're so bad at flirting. And I was like, I don't want to flirt. She goes, no, like, I understand, but you've always been so bad at flirting. Like, I don't know why you can't just, like, naturally talk to someone. I'm like, because if I know what their intentions are and I don't like them, I want them to leave me alone. Right. You know, I, yeah, I feel like it's, like, it's just trying to be nice. There's such a fine line between being nice and, like, conversing with someone. And if even if you know that their intentions are probably to try to flirt with you or get with you or something like trying to walk that line where you're still being polite which is really probably where we go wrong as like girls true I should should really stop being polite (laughs) yeah you just gotta like cut it off yeah but it's it's a whole thing I I don't even know but yeah so we'll move on from that I feel like I could go into some serious depth with (laughs) the friend zone or like what to do with guys at the bar that are clearly interested in something because I mean at this point I almost just want a boyfriend so that I have an excuse to not to talk to guys true well it also depends because like like so the situation my friend and I were at was like a daytime event thing whereas mm. like at a bar it's very different like they want you to go home with them you never like that's very right. clear versus like I just don't want to talk to people but if it's <laughs> like they're actually meaning to like know your name yeah and like it's a tough line it is it for sure is but back to these tragedies because back to these this one's a little rough yeah I feel like this is the stereotypical bad date mm-hmm. that everyone has either been on or like knows could happen to them at any given point this is the one we're um, all afraid of yeah <laughs> so this guy went on the date and they went to um Maggiano's which we've been there together I we love it. big fan yeah um the girl was 15 minutes late she was dressed very casually and he specifically said there's nothing wrong with being comfortable for a first date but it just set the tone and then went from there so they got to the table and early into the conversation she brought up her ex-boyfriend who she just recently ended things with she kept talking about how, how he was this awesome guy. He lives in Chicago. He has a great job. She regretted ending things with him, <laughs> which really that's where it's like, oof. 
Right, like, awkward. At that point, just why are you on the date? Right, why would you agree to go out with someone else? Yeah, just make it through the night not talking about it, and then you can try to get back with your ex-boyfriend. But, yeah, so (laughs) apparently it continued. This guy tried to change the subject a bunch of times, and... I mean, he was like, I kind of wanted to get up and leave, but I'm, you know, I was trying to be nice. Right. And he just said it was the most awkward thing. I can't even imagine what that feels like if the person you're supposed to be getting to know is stuck in the past on their ex. Do you know if this was a blind date or not? Mm, I'm not sure. I, if I had to guess, and I'm sure that as soon as this episode airs, I will be corrected on whether Mm -hmm. this is true. I'm guessing maybe like a dating app. Okay. But I'm not sure. Got it. Because, I mean, like, if it's someone you don't know, it's a dating app, it's a blind date, I guess this is not as horrible. But if it's someone you're, like, set up with and you're, like, Mm -hmm. told that this is someone you're going to get along with and you're going to really like. Yeah. And, like, going into it so excited, that's just, like, so unfair. It really is. That's because when it comes down to dates, especially first dates, I mean, no matter who you are, there's, like, a set of nerves that come with it. Right. And talking yourself into going and, like, not being nervous and just being open to it. And then you get there and this is what happens. Like, so shitty. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all at some point been hung up on an ex. But you just don't bring it up on a date. Like, wait and talk to your friends about it. Like, cry right. to your roommate about it. Tell, exactly. Tell your mom. <laughs> Yeah, literally oh. anyone else is a better. Always person call your to mom. To. You could call my mom. She'd love to talk to you. <laughs> literally, this is like a short one. It's just like an odd thing mm-hmm. to happen on a date. But someone said that a few months ago they went out with a guy who ordered a peach sangria. No, no shade to guys who like fruity drinks, but kind of a bold move. Mm-hmm. What was really weird is that he also asked for an extra bowl of peaches on the side and then, like, ate them and chased the peaches with the sangria. Why didn't he just, like, <clears throat> order a Shirley Temple? Like, if you don't want to drink alcohol, you don't have to drink alcohol. Right. I I feel like if you have a weird tendency like that, like, totally fine. I feel like I order weird things sometimes. I enjoy eating, like, banana peppers just straight I have whatever but maybe save that until like date three or something so yeah. that if you do have a weird a weird request it's not like or like a make or break preface it with like peaches are my favorite things in the world yeah and I'd be like been really okay because peaches <laughs> right because like I love pickles and anytime pickles are available I'm like um pass the whole jar over please and thank <laughs> yeah. you and like that's fine <laughs> I want to jump I also think Pickles is a little more widely accepted as a thing to eat a lot of. I appreciate that because I also know a lot of people that absolutely hate pickles. So this is a constant debate I I have. I used to. I pretty much any food I hated as a kid I like now. But pickles Mm -hmm. I like now mostly because my friend Erin introduced me to the fact that supposedly like pickle juice is a good hangover cure. So yes, I've heard that. Yeah, so when we went to Nashville, we, like, did our grocery shopping, and we got some jars of pickles strictly to drink the juice in the morning. <laughs> That's and amazing. I don't know. I don't know if it's in my head, but I feel like it works. Um, jump to another X-related one. Ooh, okay. This is also from a guy. Um, okay. I'm going to be kind of careful telling this story, 
But so this guy went on a date with a girl that he had known through a mutual friend. So not a stranger. Mm-hmm. And he said things were going super well. Um, and after the date, they ended up going to a party and then back to her apartment. And then as dates naturally go, we've all been there in the middle of making out. She then like flipped a switch and asked her about his ex because she was in a sorority with the ex's friend. Ooh. And so like had known about the ex from the friend. But and it's like that's fine. Like if you know about someone's past first date is a little soon mm-hmm. to ask. In yeah. the middle of making out is not <laughs> the appropriate time to ask. But this gets weirder because she asked if he was still in love with her over and over and over again. Oh, that's weird. So he like basically like finally gave up trying to like convince her that he wasn't and he left but then she called him like right after and asked if they could still date (laughs) and I know this guy extremely well and he's the sweetest thing in the world and he said yes so they went on a few more dates and then she did it again oh and like repeatedly asked about right and that's the thing and like I know the situation and it's like not it's not necessary to, to ask a thousand times like that. No. Unless you think, unless for a fact you, you like, believe or know that the guy is still, like, hooking up with his ex. Yeah. Then. I mean, I don't, I guess, like, if it's early on, though, I don't think that you should. Like, that's true. Like, so early um, into something, right. I feel like throws it off. Like, the trajectory of your relationship now is tainted by your, like, talking about that too soon. That's so true. Yeah, because it's not like you're... Yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Like, three dates in, you're not exclusive. You're not, like, yeah. tied to someone. Yeah. Like, that's if he is still in love with his ex, okay. Maybe Wait, that's, his, that's his problem and his thing to deal with. Like... Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's so weird, weird to ask. I mean... Yeah. I get, like, if you know about their past, mentioning it at some point, just yeah. to, like they know you know kind of thing or like you can just kind of be like are you good type of thing is fine and fair but harping on it and asking repeatedly also in the middle of making out was weird yeah like Like she's that's what you were thinking about in that moment (laughs) right and if you were really like that concerned about it going in because like during a makeout session you're either thinking about things you were already thinking about or you're just like into it you're either like thinking Mm -hmm. about thinking about the makeout session or you're not right and that means that she was already thinking about it before going into the date so it's like why wait until then yeah if you're going to like already know this person go on a date like spend a whole night together yeah and like that's what good does that do her like if she did have these concerns, whatever, she still goes on the date, bringing it up isn't gonna, like, what does she expect that to do? Like, at that point, you're already on the date, just have fun. I don't, I mean, yeah. I definitely brought up exes in super awkward ways before, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but more like, definitely not a first date, and be like, if I was talking to a guy, or if I had been, like, talking to an ex-boyfriend or something, and then I would bring up the girl that, like, he dated after me or something, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, oh, so how, so, you know, how? Right, <laughs> which I think is a much more normal like there's like history there a first right. date is like 
a lot. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't even know which one. I have one that is really funny. Actually, it's kind of sad, I guess. Um, oh, no. The sad so, ones get me. I know. I just, like, feel bad. But these, this one was sent by a guy, too. Um, he went out with a girl a few times. And I should have clarified on this part because I'm pretty sure So she, it says she ghosted me at a Mexican restaurant. I feel oh. like at a Mexican restaurant means she left while they were there together. I, and then, oh, <laughs> my so goodness. That is bad in and of itself. But then she got engaged to her girlfriend. So she had been going out with this guy and then got engaged to a girl right after <laughs> she ghosted him. Oh. So, yeah, that's, that's a bummer. But, like, you know. the thing that really gets me is... You were in a relationship or a situation where you were, like, prepared to get engaged. True. Why are you talking or going out on dates with other people? Ooh. Good. I, yeah, I didn't even think of it that way, but, yeah. It's like, you just don't get engaged, people. Like, I, it doesn't just happen. Some people, you know what? There are people out there that do somehow, like random people. There was, oh, it was on this season of Below Deck, the the first female deck hand, Abby, had been like hook on her former boat, had been hooking up with the captain. Ooh. And he like texted her one night, and asked her if she wanted to get married. <laughs> And, and she said yes? I'm, I'm not, she said yes. She literally, like, sat, in a, sat up in her bed, like, covered her mouth with her hand, was like, oh, my God. Said yes, blah, blah, called him. And then the next day told her boss that she got engaged. And they're like, what, what do you, like, what do you mean? Like, we're, we're in the middle of Thailand. Like, what do you mean you got engaged? And she was like, yeah, like, me and so-and-so, like, are getting married, blah, blah, blah. And then two days later, she was like... I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to go marry, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what? Huh. So, anyway, there are, there are people out there that just, like, offhandedly get engaged. To me, that's right. kind of weird. Like, you just don't, like, decide one day they're going to marry somebody. Yeah, like, super you, out of the blue. But even then, that's... Okay, wait. But this does actually... This story, as I'm jumping all over myself, this <laughs> does actually fit my storyline, though, because she had been seeing this person and had really liked them, so she wasn't dating anyone else. So it's right. like, I think that's yeah. just weird. I know. I mean, who are we to judge? We watch The Bachelor where someone dates 30 <laughs> girls and then gets engaged to one the same day that they break up right. with another girl. This so, is true. Those relationships don't last, though, and we know it. I know. Ugh. But, you know, it's the world we live in. Crazy things happen. Right. What else do we got? Um, um, speaking, I'll, I'll share one. That it's, okay. like, it's not, like, one we heard from anyone specifically. But, of course, the last couple weeks we've been on the lookout for dating horror stories. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it can't be an episode of hours that goes by without me mentioning Caitlin Bristow. Because, <laughs> apparently, I've just been so obsessed the last three months. But I was watching her Instagram stories this weekend. And she had been doing, like, some of those question and answer things. And um, someone asked her, or she got like what was your your worst date 
And I was like, wow, the gods are sent, sent this to us. And so she said, she loves a good gay bar, but a guy took her to a gay bar on a Monday afternoon, like sun is still out. Um, and I love gay bars too, but they are a place to go when the sun goes down. They're just yeah. more fun then. Um, and then he ordered potato skins. So it's just kind of like, what kind of date is this? Yeah, that's definitely not what you expect for a first date. Right. I mean, the game, the gay bar that I favor, I guess I'd say I'm, I'm a fan of most. I think they're a good time. Mm-hmm. But when I th- like when I read this, my initial thought was like the place that me and my friends go, mm-hmm. which is kind of like divey in a way. Yep. And I just couldn't help but think of that place when I was reading this. And I was like, ooh, I wouldn't want to be there during the day. Also, I didn't even, I mean, I don't know if the one that I'm thinking of serves food, but I certainly would not eat there. I mm. would strictly go there to dance in a cage and, true. you know, get, <laughs> watch like a drag show or something. That's true. I feel like your local dive bar, personally, that wouldn't, I would not like it as a first date. I know like plenty of my friends have had their first date at our local dive bar Jess will Jess definitely knows the bar I'm talking about um like I, if that works for you that's fine but it's also like if it's kind of like a casual like you want to hang out type of thing then that's fine but if it's like a hey like I really like you let's like hang out that to me is not a dive bar situation where a place where you're going to order potato skins like I love our local dive bar, and they their potato skins are fucking bomb, but I'm not going to, like, order that on a first date. I'm going to have a Caesar salad. <laughs> you would order a salad on a first date? Yes. Oh, my God. Don't I... you remember the Mary Kate and Ashley movie okay. where they talk about it, and she said that she couldn't have pizza because of cheese strings, and she ordered a salad? I feel like that's just ingrained in me. Well, so I have always felt, like, salad is the stereotypical first date food because it's like oh I'm dainty and I don't need real food to like I'm I'm stereotypical it's true yeah well but I like maybe it's just me I feel like when I eat a salad it's like super messy like I can never fit like all of the lettuce in my mouth at once and there's always like a little like lettuce that I'm trying to like shove into my mouth you know that looks like like, really messy I feel like that's like the double edged sort of it is it's like hey like I have self-control because I'm eating a salad. I can be healthy. Mm-hmm. I can be dainty, as Jess likes to say. <laughs> However, I can also be a little messy. Like, I could get down with it and have dressing on my face. Like, yeah. see me? Like, I'm versatile. Yes. Maybe <laughs> that's why it's the date food. No. It's really setting it, you up to. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I don't know what my, my go-to food would be, but it's probably something that I can cut up into very tiny pieces and eat <laughs> so that I don't have the same issues when I eat a salad. Uh, well, speaking of The Bachelor, Caitlin Bristow, I felt like it was very fitting um, to bring up something that happened on The Bachelor last week <laughs> when referring to bad dates. And I just had to assume that if Chase Rice knew us, he would have submitted we this, should have asked even though him. it wasn't his yeah it wasn't really him on a date but he was on the date as <laughs> yeah, a bystander he, he was there he, yeah um so I imagine he would say something like I once went out with a girl 
questionably, we're not sure, had a one-night stand. Maybe yeah, there's longer. a bunch of stories going we, around right now. We can't say. Um, then got referred to as her boyfriend on national television while singing to her and her new boyfriend as they made out. So <laughs> for anyone that doesn't watch the show, um, and even if you don't, you probably still have seen this all over the internet. Chase Rice, the country singer, performed on last week's episode of The Bachelor. And the girl that was on the one-on-one date had had dated Chase Rice in the past. Mm-hmm. And so she was, like, with Peter, singing along to the music, literally 10 feet away from this guy she used to date, and making out with Peter in front of him. It was very awkward. Yeah, I don't know if I could have made out with Peter if I were her. No, I felt so uncomfortable. And poor Peter looks so happy. He's like... This is he the was, best day ever. He literally was like, this is the best day I've ever been on, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my God. Although, honestly, like, oh, a free day at an amusement park would be my best date ever. But, mm. yeah, that, that was true. a tough situation. Yeah. I just, I I think that as Victoria, the girl that was on the date, that would probably be the top worst date ever. Mm-hmm. Because there's truly nothing that I can imagine that is more awkward than that. Right. I'm sure there maybe someone will surprise us and we'll we'll hear a story that's that's worse. But that's like that's up there. Yeah, it definitely is. This one is pretty dramatic, and this comes from a friend of mine who honestly terribly has had extremely poor luck in the dating world like I just feel for this girl so much like I don't know what it is about her that she just attracts the absolute nuttiest shittiest men there are but she does she's also like the coolest like funnest just badass girl you'll ever meet and so she just like deserves like a true like partner and it's my mission to get her one (laughs) but anyway this story she goes I dated a guy for two almost three months and then he ghosted me without without any explanation. Two months of after two months of radio silence, he begged her to give him a second chance to explain what happened. And so she decided to meet up with him. And long story short, he had ended up getting married, but then asked oh. if they could still make it work. Uh. Her, I I love. I just she's also like I said, so funny. She goes, I got ghosted and he got married. <laughs> Like, wild. That is so rough. It's just, how? I feel like the last time we did Dating Horror Stories Part 1, someone had said they were on a date and they found out the guy was married and he was still, like, trying to continue the relationship. Like, why? I, I guess it's that's, that's really hard. Again. How did he get married? Like, you don't just get married out of nowhere. Exactly. That's There's a lot of planning that goes into a wedding. That's the thing that really is hard for me to grasp is how easy it is for some people to cheat, to balance multiple relationships, to balance multiple, like, people. Like, I mean, like, Jess, you've talked about it. You've been there. Like, not, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. we, I mean, I've been there, too. Like, you just, like start talking to, like, two people at once, and then it's like, oh, well, I like this person a little bit more, so I'm just gonna, like, cut the other person off because Mm -hmm. you, like, literally don't want to or can't do it. I don't understand how people can and how people can carry on multiple relationships at the same time, can cheat so easily, can so freely just, like, 
fuck around. I don't get it. I don't. I have no idea. And like, it's one thing. And we've talked about it. Like when I was dating two people at once, I was just like, there was too much like juggling going mm. on. The second I was like, I think I like this guy more. I went with that. I mean, if you're like gonna marry one of the two people, I feel like that's that's it. I mean, your decision's clearly been made. Right. Maybe don't try to keep the other one like mm-hmm. strung along. Or like don't get married. Nobody said you had to get married. This is true. No, yeah. Like literally no one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm reading. I had told you before we started recording that there's one I forgot to read because it's mm-hmm. really long. So I was just reading that right now. Um, do you want me to just? I yeah, mean, I, I want, don't know how the story ends. So I want you to <laughs> read it to me it. like a book. Okay. Well, basically, it was a dating app first date. Mm-hmm. Um, this another guy. We really the guys came through this episode. Heck but yeah. He says he recognized the girl from school. She's cute. He's seen her passing, and not you know on campus. Um, but they're just acquaintances. They've never hung out. Mm-hmm. So they match on a dating app, and within minutes she messages him, "Oh my God, are we finally both single?" Um, uh-huh. He thinks she's being like playful and joking, so you know he's like, "Yeah, how awesome!" And they message her a bit, decide to have a first date. The plan is that she'll come to his apartment, they'll pregame, and then they'll go out with some of his friends for drinks. She okay. shows up two hours late. <gasps> he says he doesn't really care. It's casual. Um, she walks in. <laughs> Hands him a bottle of wine and says, my mom sent you this. So he's like, okay. What? Thanks. Tries to move past it. She then says that she's probably not going to stay long or come out with him and his friends because she has other things to do. He says he tries to look past it, whatever. First date, trying to stay casual. I get it. Mm-hmm. Then they start playing drinking games with his friends. And she goes, oh, my God, hold on. Proceeds to FaceTime her mom and makes this guy talk to her mom. Um, then she FaceTimes three of her friends, makes the guy talk to all of them. And, oh, okay, so I, I hadn't read all this part. But Wait, hang on a second. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, FaceTiming people in your life is, and, like, forcing other people to talk to them is the equivalent of, like, your older friends, like, calling their babysitter and asking to talk to the baby or their dog and like putting you on the phone to talk to someone's dog like they don't talk back like you don't know them don't do it don't do it yeah yeah this is just I mean this is like going though this is wild and this is already giving me some serious crazy vibes um so then to all the people that she's facetiming her mom her three friends she says this is the guy I've been telling you about oh no we're finally out so he's thinking, in quotes, okay, this is fucking weird. Yeah. So he thinks to myself, just got to make it through tonight. Well, we're playing Pong and someone texts me. She, this girl gets mad that his phone is going off. And is like, you're with me. You shouldn't be talking to anyone but me. He's oh, like, no, relax. Sister. Yeah. And then she gets mad and says she should probably go home before we have our first fight. <laughs> oh, God. Um. So he walks her to her car and says, I'm just going to leave her, like, let her leave and that be the end of it. Well, she goes to kiss me and I'm not even looking her direction. So just awkwardly catches the side of my face. So I'm like, sorry, (laughs) go to like actually kiss her. And she's like, no, the moment is ruined. Uh Then she storms away from him. 
yells, you better call me tomorrow, and slams her door and leaves. He better not have <laughs> ever called her again. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It, the end is amazing. Um, oh. He says, he attempts to ghost her, and then two days later, her mom finds him on social media, messages him about how awful he was for breaking <gasps> her daughter's heart, and what? how love in our generation is dead. What? Ooh, that, I did not see that coming. Oh my god, this poor guy. I know. Oh my god. This is something that like this is one of those things that you should like screenshot her dating profile and plaster it over the internet and be like she's nuts, don't talk to her. Literally. Like she deserves people. that. That's yeah. what what? <laughs> also, I'm sorry. That was a roller coaster. That was <laughs> such a roller coaster and clearly it's no seek it's obvious that this girl would turn out this nuts because her mom is clearly that nuts to message some 20-something-year-old guy. Who went out with the daughter once about how he broke the daughter's it's, heart. It that seems is... to me that the mom may not know that it was only... She may know it's only once, but she may think it's way more, more than serious. that based on where the girl was like, this is the guy I've been telling you about. Yeah, that's what? true. That, I mean, listen, I try to not label girls as crazy when they're not being crazy because I know that that's something that's just said all the time but this girl sounds like an actual psychopath and clearly needs to she just sounds like one of those people that is in an alternate reality and is Mm -hmm. very out of touch with how the world actually works yeah like the world is spinning on an access necessary like type of thing she just (laughs) understands Yeah, what's weird to me is that, like, obviously these people exist out there that think things like this are normal. Some people that are like that, that think weird things like this are normal, get in relationships and are, like, happy, like, whatever, which obviously everyone deserves to be happy, and I'm saying they they shouldn't. But I'm like, how are you finding someone that is okay with it? They're finding someone that's similar to them. I know. I guess that's what I really, like, you know when you look back on, like, people from high school? Mm-hmm. And, like, some of the people that were considered weird are, like, all oh yes. in, like, long-term relationships. So I'm like, how? I guess, like, I shouldn't be that upset because <laughs> um, we all have different standards. But <laughs> we're all looking for something just, different. Yeah. Yeah, it's... This it's girl odd. might never find love, though. I, I'm not, I don't have faith that she will find someone. I, with those if things. this is how she acts the first time she meets someone, regardless if it's a date or not, that's, like, someone you've never met before... Yeah. Um, I'm really sorry for everyone else. Yeah. I wish That's I knew what their thing. their dating app conversation was like mm-hmm. leading up to it. Like if she gave any warning signs that she was crazy, like maybe she was super hot and this guy friend of mine was just willing to look past like the red flags. Right. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. But <laughs> Report back that is, when you find out. I I will. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should probably end on these two lighter ones. Yeah. Um, this one is just kind of, I almost feel like it's mean, but it's kind of funny. Um, it was from a guy also who had mm-hmm. said uh, he went on a date last year and in the parking lot before going in, um, he asked the girl if she had a British accent and she said, no, it's a speech <laughs> impediment, <laughs> which is like, ooh, so early. What a awkward way That's to start such a, a date. Tough way to start. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I guess, like, I don't have a speech impediment or, I mean, we're all from here, so I have the same accent as people, like, from where I'm from because I haven't drifted that far away. Um, So I guess I'd be interested in, like, opinions on this one of, like, how insensitive that really (laughs) could be. But Yeah. I mean, I guess the lesson is just listen a little longer before you ever ask about an accent and make sure that it's actually an accent. Um, Because I feel like, I mean, British people, I feel like anytime I talk to someone with a cool accent, I make, I'm like, I know it's annoying, but I'm like, oh my God, I love your accent or, you know, where are you from? So asking, I guess, I don't think it's bad, but you know, I guess if you're not sure or you have no reason to believe they're from Britain. Well, yeah, if you've heard like four or five words, you should Mm -hmm. wait a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I was told that this happened in the parking lot before going to the restaurant. So I feel this guy should have maybe waited until like the drinks were ordered. Yeah, like sitting down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just be really sure before you say something like that. True. Be like the first few minutes of a date. Be hesitant. Yeah, and you know what? Don't say, do you have an accent? Say, where were you born? Where did you grow up? Right. What are your thoughts on tea? And, you know, hint around. Don't don't straight up ask. All right. And then this last one. I really um, sympathize with this person mm-hmm. per my story from our yes. last episode. Um, do you want me to read it? Yeah. Wait, did I put this one on here? I don't know. Where did I get this? I forget. I'm so sorry to whoever sent some of these. Like, we have an ongoing list, so I don't remember. What, yeah, they're just all, they're all lumped together. Yeah. Um, but so they reference a guy and say, he said he loved me on the first date. And this person allowed it to go to a second one because they say, <laughs> yeah. and asked me to move in on the second one. I think that's, like, the zinger here. The fact that they, they went on said they love date. you on the first date and then you still went out with them again. Yeah, no, if someone said they love me on a first date, I'd be like, no thanks. I mean, like, I tell everyone in my life I love them, but not, like, dates when I first meet them. Yeah. Or literally the opposite, because I, like, do not tell anyone that ever, <laughs> except oh. for my dog. And I remember one time a guy said it to me. And he was like, and then I was like weird about it. And then he was like, mm-hmm. no, I mean like in a, in a friend way. I don't know that he did. I don't know. But <laughs> I clearly made it off. Oh. So if someone said that to me on the first date, I would probably be like, I have somewhere to be. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Oh, yeah. I know. If they said to me on the first date, I'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah. But I am that person. Like I tell all my friends all the time I love them. Like if I like tell my mom three times a week I love her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just. That's sweet. It's I'm not sweet when you do it on a date, though. <laughs> no, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe at this point in my life, if someone asked me to move in on the second date, like, I don't know. Maybe I'd do it. Depends on where they lived. The last oh my guy God, I did had a really nice apartment. I might have done it. <laughs> he asked me to move in with him. I probably would have thought about it. Oh, my God. I have to Now, now I have to follow you around on all your dates. <laughs> Now, like, now Wait, oh I have God. to hide in the booth next to you and make sure you're not getting yourself into some bad situation. <laughs> it would have to be, like, a really hot guy in a really nice apartment. Or, that's, you know, there'd have to be, like, something. That's fair, but also guys like that typically have red flags. 
Yeah, you're probably right. Um, speaking of following someone around and like creeping on their date, oh, um, no. obviously we've seen that as like a joke on Twitter that people have done that. The other mm-hmm. day when I'm, my friends went on a date and a few of our other friends went to the same restaurant and watched from like, the other side of the room. I love and that. I think it's great. And then we've just been making jokes about it ever since that we're going to get like fake mustaches so she doesn't catch anyone next time. Oh, wait, did it's she great. catch them? I think. I don't know. I don't know. All the details. I think she might have just known because they like Snapchatted it in our group that we all have. Right. Um. But yeah, I was <laughs> I was bummed I wasn't there for that. I think that is hilarious. Honestly, that's a dream of mine. Yeah. If anyone ever know. like needs anyone to be a backup on a date, and not the kind of backup that like calls you at 10 p.m., but like the backup mm-hmm. that's 10 feet away, like just let me know. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm I would in. be down to do that with you. I don't know who we know that can go on a date so that we can live out this dream of ours but we'll find someone else I mean like I have a couple friends here that clearly are dating rough people so yeah actually yeah (laughs) I think your friend that had the guy get married and then try to get back with her oh yeah she I think we should we should keep an eye out for her honestly (laughs) every once in a while just check in on her to kind of make sure that like she hasn't self-combusted yet by like how angry she is some days because the poor thing I just feel for her uh yeah that's that's rough honestly all these people I'm so sorry it's just you know we've all been there I mean maybe not there but yeah I just really hope that like you have noticed the red flags you stay far away maybe you're a little more cautious I hope that you find happiness in normal people yeah I wish that on everyone listening but I also hope that that doesn't happen too soon because I would love to do a part three of dating horror Mm, stories true so we need content so find happiness yeah I mean yeah so to the crazy people out there like thank you for our content mm. (laughs) cut down a little bit though you're a little crazy yeah that girl who had her mom text the guy what wild I love that and you know I'm glad I didn't read that one until (laughs) <laughs> live when we were recording. I know. I think cause... last time we did more of like offhanded storytelling. Mm-hmm. This time we we knew them, so we, next time we gotta keep yeah. them secret. And I know it's so hard because I mean the reason we're doing part two is people like really enjoyed part one, and we got a lot of requests to do another part. Yeah, so I also everyone can understand why we get excited and have to sometimes read them ahead. <laughs> Definitely. I also love the amount of people that were like, Oh my god, like I have a story, can I send it to you? Anytime. Yeah, yeah seriously. So keep them coming and once we have like an ongoing bank of enough stories, we can just like bust it out <laughs> randomly. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks everyone. Talk Good to luck you later. Out there. <laughs> Good luck.